Hi, Alvin De La Pena here, lead pastor of New Life the Fort in Manila, Philippines. And this is our podcast. Be blessed, enjoy, and may God's grace empower your everyday. Thank you, worship team. Service is going to be a little different today, just a little. Um, but I did promise a little boy earlier that I was going to call out to his mom. Girly, if you are here, Eli is waiting for you outside in the lobby. Waiting very patiently, and he has been eating lots of chocolate. So I gave him one, because uh, he didn't want Milo, and he didn't want, although he did think about coffee. He did think about it. So, Gurley, if you're here, he's waiting for you outside in the lobby. Just talk to one of our ushers. Waiting very patiently. Okay? So, let's go to the reason for the season. Amen? So, I said it's going to be a little different. Why? Because as I was praying about this service, I just felt like God told me, tell them my story. Tell them my story. So, I'm not going to preach to you but I am going to read to you. And I'm going to read to you the word. And maybe it's a story that you have heard time and time and time again, but I pray we never get tired of hearing it because there's always something that's going to catch your attention. And I pray that as the word is released to you, something comes alive on the inside of you. And that this understanding of the purpose for why Jesus came, when that comes alive in you, you will never be the same. You will be changed from the inside out. And so I pray that you take off the, oh, I already know that, Pastor, and open your heart so that you can be in a place of wonder and awe. Amen? Yes, Anessa, I can see you patiently. Okay. It's okay. Let's start with Hebrews. Hebrews, Pastor, how can that be the start of the Jesus story? Just wait. Because this is how it begins. Long ago, in a galaxy far, far away. No, just kidding. Long ago, at different times and in various ways, God's voice came to our ancestors through the Hebrew prophets. But in these last days, it has come to us through his son, the one who has been given dominion over all things and through whom all worlds were made. This is the one who imprinted with God's image, shimmering with his glory, sustains all that exists through the power of his word. He was seated at the right hand of God once he himself had made the offering that purified us from all our sins. This son of God is elevated as far above the heavenly messengers as his holy name is elevated above theirs. And I love how that story begins because it means that God has been speaking from the very beginning. The word was released at creation. And he spoke words through his holy prophets. And one of the prophets, Isaiah, had this to say in chapter 9, seven, 6 to 7. He said, For unto us 
a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So the word God released even before Jesus became a baby. But he was at the very beginning. When God created everything, he was there. And God had purpose for why he had to have been born a child in Hebrews 2, 14 to 15, in the New Living Translation, it says, Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die. And only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. So Jesus' purpose to have been born and made a man was so that he could die in our place. See, you and I are born to live, but he was born to die. And this is the story that we celebrate today. Matthew 1. This is a record of the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez, and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron, and Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of, of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. 
Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. And Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Amon. Amon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jehoiakim and his brothers, born at the time of the exile to Babylon. Now, maybe some of you are wondering, Pastor, those are so many names. They are, but they're relevant to the story. Because when you read those names, none of them were perfect. But I love the mention of the women that, were, that God put here in the story. Tamar, who was the mother of Perez and Zerah, she became, she actually was very sly, very cunning, but she did it because she held on to a word that Judah had given. I encourage you, read the word. There's a purpose for it. But then it didn't stop there because it said that Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Now, if you remember the story of Rahab, Rahab hid two spies in Jericho. She and her family were saved because they believed the God of Israel. How like God to include her in the story. But it didn't stop there because it goes on to say that Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. And Ruth was willing to leave everything behind to follow after her mother-in-law, Naomi, and to follow after Naomi's God. And yet, here she is in this story. Do you know that somewhere here you'll find yourself as well? You're part of this story now. It goes on to say, after the Babylonian exile, Jehoiakim was the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abiud, and Abiud the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor, and Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Achim, and Achim was the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Mathan. Mathan was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Now, isn't that interesting? This is the story of Joseph's line. And yet, Joseph had nothing to do naturally with Jesus. But what an honor. What an honor bestowed to him to stand next to Mary and quote unquote father 
Jesus on the earth. Then it says, all those lists, I'm sorry, Mary gave birth to Jesus, who was called the Messiah. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Luke 1, 26 to 38 says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think, what could the angel mean? Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus, because he will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy. And he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of the Lord never fails. I think that's a word for some of you today. Before the year ends, the word of the Lord never fails. Mary responded, and this is key, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Matthew 1, 19 to 25 says, Joseph to whom she had been, was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, and she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, 
which means God with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Luke 1, 39. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women. Your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed what the Lord would do, would do what he said. Let me repeat that. Elizabeth tells Mary, you are blessed because you believed what the Lord that the Lord would do what he said. Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. How and from how my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful, for he had made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. Luke 2. At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken through the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth, in Galilee. He took with him Mary, whom, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time for her baby to be born, the time for her baby to, the, I'm sorry, and while they were there, the time for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep, when suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the radiance of God's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. 
he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. What has God been telling you? See, the promises he had declared from the very beginning came to pass. It may have taken years, but they did come to pass, and they came to pass at the right time because there was purpose. God has purpose. This being the last Sunday of the year, 2022 may have been challenging, but because of Jesus, we're still standing. And we can believe that 2023 will be a better year. Will there still be challenges? Yes, but this is what I believe. I believe that we will be stronger than the challenge that is facing us. That we will be greater overcomers. That we will champion his cause and let the whole world know who Jesus is. In Philippians 2, Verse 6 to 11, it says, Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges and he took the humble position of a slave and was born a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name that is above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father.
This is the story that needs to be told. This is what we need to remember when we celebrate Christmas. All the presents and all the food are wonderful. But the real gift is the one that came from heaven. Jesus, the Father's gift to all of mankind. And so let me summarize. I want to read to you something called a simple Christmas. The story of Christmas is a simple one. Yet, it is a story of the ages about God's beloved Son. The Son was sent from heaven to earth, a baby born from a virgin birth. Gabriel sharing that Mary had been chosen and her agreeing with what had been spoken. Out of her mouth were these words heard, let it be done to me according to your word. Overshadowed by the Holy Spirit, she conceived that very minute. When the time had come for him to be born, it was as foretold as the prophets had sworn. In a little town called Bethlehem, Mary and Joseph stayed to fulfill the census demanded in those days. Every inn was full and they were without a place to lay their heads. They were led to a little manger in a shed. Creation bearing witness of that glorious day as the baby Jesus rested upon tufts of hay. A distance away to simple shepherds an angel appeared. It's a time for great joy. There is nothing to fear. The good news that I bring is for all of mankind. For in the city of David, a child wrapped in swaddling clothes you will find. No ordinary baby, but the Christ, the Savior of the world. And with that proclamation, the heavens unfurled. Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, declared the multitude of the hosts of heaven. The shepherds hurried to see the child for themselves, and there he lay, their hearts overwhelmed. They began telling people far and wide, the Messiah has been born today, they cried. For all that they heard and saw, they gave praise. It's the sound that resounds for all of our days. The sound of joy erupting in the air. Not just then, but even now and everywhere. Thank you for listening. If this message inspired or helped you, do share it with your family and friends. And if you want to hear more of our podcast, check out our list of episodes. We would definitely appreciate if you subscribe. Till next time, be blessed.